planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Here we are continuing our week of brutality on the Ever Black podcast. On this show, our guest is one of the best drummers on the planet, George Collius from Nile, who will be releasing their brutal new album, Vile Melodic Rites, on November 1st through Nuclear Blast. Before we go into the show, though, we do have to give a shout-out to our show supporters, Blacklight Art and Design, who are our go-to for all our screen printing needs. They do shirts, hats, patches, you name it. If you can wear it, they can print it. They've done all our shirts and hats for Black Media, and they're great guys. www.blacklightad.com.au. The show is also brought to you by our good friends at RW Promotion, who are the best in the biz when it comes to stickers, flyers, banners, badges, and all other promo you need for your band or business www.rwpromotion.com.au Also want to recommend the awesome new occult clothing brand Electric Witch who are launching this week and have some kick-ass apparel like shirts, dresses and tops for those who like things on the darker side of life. Electric Witch was founded by Dark Cell guitarist and friend of the program Postmortem Matt and he's put a lot of time and effort into this thing and uh, the designs are amazing. I just got my Death Dealer shirt and it's brutal and it's uh, probably going to be one of my favourite shirts. Now, uh, you can get yours at www.electricwitch.com.au. Check out all their stuff, throw them a like on Facebook and help them spread the word because uh, they're doing uh, some kick-ass things. Don't forget to subscribe to the Ever Black Podcast through iTunes, Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, YouTube, and Facebook. And uh, check out all our reviews and articles at www.everblackmedia.com. Or uh, like us on all the socials and uh, swing us a message. Uh, we like to interact with everybody. So uh, thanks for all the support, guys. Also want to give a big shout-out to my friend Tim Price from The Faction Live for airing uh, some of our interviews of late. Uh, The Faction, if you're unaware, is an online heavy music radio station that plays not only some of the biggest bands in the world, but they also throw their support behind uh, the underground and upcoming bands. Uh, You can download the app for free through the iTunes App Store or head to thefaction.live for more info and uh, get behind it and support them. All right, here is my interview with George Colliers from Nile. Uh, The new album, Vile Nilotic Rights, comes out on November 1st and it is absolutely amazing. Uh, super brutal, uh, makes you drive really fast and uh, air drum while driving, which is not recommended, but uh, it is brutal and probably one of their best albums. Like uh, They're really on fire at the moment and uh, as he mentioned in the interview, we may be seeing them around April in 2020, which is super exciting for us. All right, here is my chat with George from Nile. Enjoy, people. Hey, okay, young cool. George. Doing great, doing great. Uh, just relaxing, just got back from the road, you know. We were uh, for a month touring uh, Europe. And mm. uh, I take like three, four days off before I go in my studio and go nuts again for the next 20 days. And then we have the US tour. I did see the dates. It just uh, it looked absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, you know, it's a part of uh, what we do. We got a new album, so... U.S. and Europe are really close, mm. so a lot of time away from home. But on the other hand, you know, playing a new songs. Um, the first tour was really, really fun with Hate Eternal, Vitriol, and uh, Omophagia. It was a it was a great one. 
and uh, looking forward for uh, US with Terrorizer now. Oh, that'd be oh man, what I'd give to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that lineup, man, and the new album, of course. I mean, the new Noel album, uh, Vile Melodic Rites, that comes out on November first. And yes. man, I've been spinning it, and dude, it is crushing. Thank Holy you, thank shit, you very much. Man. Is it crushing? The fans are, are hanging to hear it. You've, we've only, well, most of I've heard it, but most of the fans, you know, they've heard the, the first two mm-hmm. songs that's been released. But how do you feel knowing that, you know, you've been sitting on it, it's ready to go a couple of yep. weeks out? I'm more excited uh, than I ever been. Um, I mean, I always felt like uh, finishing an album and right before the release, you know, with uh, the first singles going out, you know, like watching uh, the positive or negative reaction sometimes, you know. Uh, I was always looking forward, you know, to hear the, you know, the feedback. But man, I got to tell you, this time, with these two singles and playing for a full month, three new songs live, uh, two of them are the singles, plus one more, which probably is going to be released as well as a single too. I never seen that much positive reaction from from the fans, like seriously. And uh, makes me extra proud because we worked like really, really hard for this album, like harder than by far, like uh, the other albums. So, like I said, I just don't see negativity anywhere. Like uh, some some little things here and there, like somebody said the production is very thin and he couldn't hear the bass, <laughs> which actually... <laughs> It, it screams at me, like, listening on an iPhone, you know? <laughs> Dude, you know, some little things like that here and there, but, uh, you know, the main idea, the songs and um, the, the three vocals, we got back three vocalists now, like, you know, like we, uh, we used to be on the early days, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, we got three people screaming. It's, it's beautiful, and people really embrace it. And uh, we got two new guys in the band, like Brian and Brad. It's their first appearance, you know, like you know, playing the bass and guitar and composing and sing, of course. So there is so much positive reaction. I I can't believe, to be honest. So I did read that you guys approached writing and recording this one a little bit different in differently in terms of, you know, jamming. Is that right? Did you all get together? Uh, no, no, we didn't get together. No? Um, the way we work is pretty much the same like uh, the past days, like, Carl will send some tracks to me and then I'll put drums, send it back, then get on Skype and discuss. And what do you think? We should trim a little bit. We should change the beat or something, you know? So that was, you know, the main approach was the same. Now, there's two things that change the whole, uh, the game for the future for us. Number one was the amount of demos we did for each song, like, the title track, I think we did like nine different demos for it, you know, like Ooh. pretty much I recorded the tr- like nine uh, vinylotic rights, <laughs> you know, so a lot of demos, a lot of demos, a lot of new ideas. And for the first time, we were going like so deep into details that was disgusting. Like we wanted to make sure every second is we're very happy with it, every second of the album, you know, so it, it, it took a little bit more time. Now, the second really important thing that changed the game was that me and Carl did all the recording. Carl actually did all the engineering, you know? So he flew oh, yeah. to Greece. We went to my studio. We, uh, we got all the amazing gear for a well-known studio here and two amazing engineers. They came here, you know, we set up in my place. 
So it was like uh, what you know the, the the really big bands do. So you have there is no clock, mm. and you go there and you're like, okay, we're gonna deliver the best possible. Otherwise, we're not going out of this fucking room, you know. So I think these two things changed the whole thing, um, especially the second one. So we did everything ourselves. Then uh, we found a new producer, uh, Mark Lewis, which we we knew he's a legend and. We heard some of his work, amazing. He agreed, he wanted to do the Nile album and uh, man, the results. I'm like, for the first time, I'm so happy with the production, you know? So everything, you know, worked really positive for us this time. For you though, you know, you and Carl, as the writers, how do you know when it's done? Because I know with most musos, it's it's never finished. It's like, oh, I think Devin Townsend said, you just got to like walk away. Or you can keep going and going and going and going. How do you know? How do you know when it's you're satisfied? Uh, the answer is very simple. You don't. Like the more mm. time you spend with the song, the more stuff you change. And there is there is always like, okay, you got four months to do one song. Okay, so you yes, you write in three days. Then you track in another day. Then you're listening. And then you change stuff for a month. And then you take another half month. And you cross that line and you may completely, you know, go sideways, you know. So a good song, if you stay more than the time you need to stay there, uh, you'll fuck it up. That's for sure. So there's always a limit. I don't know where the limit is. Nobody knows. And I will tell you the best uh, answer will be to give you on that will be, I don't know if you see, like, a, there, is a, there is a funny picture with a skeleton on a mixer. Yeah. Have you seen yes. that? And yes. the skeleton says, okay, I'm almost done. <laughs> so yeah, the more time you spend, you know, but the thing is on this album, you know, we listen to the album every day and see comments yeah, yeah. and stuff and everybody's positive and it's still positive in my mind. I, I haven't heard something say, oh fuck, I wish I changed that. Which I always say on every album we did in the past, you know, so. That tells me a lot, you know. I think um, I think we did uh, much better this time. It seems to really signify a new beginning for Nile in a lot of ways, especially you know with your new members join the ranks. How's it been yeah. working with them? Uh, it's been a bless from the skies. Like um, we found Brian five years ago, so he's not mm. technically new. We did tons of touring together, you know, uh, but he never composed anything, so. That was his first time, like, having as a full member. And then uh, he actually found Brian. So that was his contact as well. So Brian was another guy, like, joining the band, bring four songs on the table. Like, who does that, right? And which, yeah, actually, yeah. I don't know bands. They're like, oh, yeah, okay, we, we're going to get you. We're going to hire you as a new guitar player. Uh, oh, yeah, you can bring four songs. Nobody does that. For us, the door is always open. If, if you have something to say... You want to do something good for this band, you know, do it. If it's not good, we will shut you down. Like, okay, this is not good. It's simple. So we would never say yes if the songs were not killer, you know. Uh, we kept all Brian's songs. They're all in the album. And um, Brad also had uh, some really crucial riffs. He, he brought a lot of music, actually. Uh, not complete songs, but a lot of crucial riffs that changed completely some of the songs. And they wrote some uh, other songs together with Carl. Carl, of course, wrote uh, most of the music as always, and uh, mm -hmm. I even wrote a song on this album, like a 
guitar, guitar wise, you know. So I got a song on the table as well. And uh, I don't know, man, working with uh, two new guys, like they're, they're so hungry to be on officially on that album, you know, and that energy hit us as well. So right now we, we feel as a new band, I can guarantee you right now, this is the best, by far the best lineup Nile ever had. And if you see the band live, you will agree with me 150%. We have so much fun playing the toughest shit we ever played. And <laughs> it's easy with these guys. I don't know, the, the, the whole vibe, it's great. That's so awesome to hear. When it, when it does come to auditioning new members for Nile, which you've had to do in the past, I, I assume that there's been several requirements you know, on top of musical ability that, that come factor into it. Is that, a, is that a hard thing to do when you're going to nail those people down? Obviously, personality and things like that. Man, personality like is impossible to audition. Mm. You know, you never know. Like, we had members in the past. Um, I don't really want to say anything negative, but, you know, we had members that of course. they were really nice in the beginning and then things changed somehow and uh, it just didn't work out. Now with these guys, like uh, even with Brian, who's a newer member, he's already two years and a half in the band. So we, we've seen everything. Uh, mm. We know his family, like uh, we know his kid, you know, he's a super serious guy. Like um, he, he's 100 percent one of us. Like uh, you, you, I, we can tell uh, now auditioning. We never audition like in the band room. Usually we audition with videos. And uh, that's actually yeah. the way I got hired as well, because back in the day, they were trying to find a drummer. They couldn't find a drummer. They asked a great friend of theirs. Uh, his name is Derek Roddy. He did Black Siege of Engines, you know, drums. Legendary yeah. drummer. Uh, great of friend of mine right now. One of my best friends. Uh, now, they, back then, of course, I didn't know him. And he saw some clips and he told him, you know, one guy who can play this shit, is, that's him, but he, he lives in Greece. So they got in touch and uh, then I sent them a, a videotape playing some songs live. And, you know, that's where you can tell. Uh, I think Brian, not I think for sure, uh, Brian had to go through a video of him playing spe three specific songs, but also sing them, you know, on top of them. Wow. So, yeah, it's a big test. If you can do that, no pressure. You, you can play in the band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. Of course, uh, you know, as for the, new, the songs on the new album, uh, there's a song called Snake Pit Mating Frenzy, which is pretty brutal. I think that's yeah, one of yeah. my favorite ones. You've been playing that live, I think, too, haven't you? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's really fun to play. Although I thought it was going to give us a lot of troubles. Uh, man, that opening bone blast in the beginning, it's so yeah. hard, like so doesn't work. I'm like, you know, I mean, in the studio, you have like, okay, we'll do like one million takes and okay, we're, we're going to make it. Uh, but live, I was like, this is gonna, this is gonna be a bitch, you know. But uh, no, it was, it was great. It was great. And even from the first show, kicking ass, you know. The song is like, uh, you can hear like, like the album, exactly like the album. It's brutal, like the title. Like, uh, I'm not afraid of snakes, but something about uh, being uh, dropped into a, a snake yeah. pit orgy terrifies me. It, it, <laughs> it feels, it feels like that opening bomb blast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely well uh of course i mean every album is somebody's first introduction to a band if a kid came up to you and said i want to be a metal drummer what album would you give him to send him on that path hmm that's a difficult question can i say three albums yeah <laughs> like just, just, all right, all just right. to cover different different <laughs> aspects for example 
like uh, anything from Morb the Angel, especially the, the early ones, because I'm more in love with the early ones, you know, like, mm. you know, Pete Sandoval, the godfather of the blast beat, just do that, do that, 100%. Um, then I would say something uh, more like uh, technical, like Nile and fast as well. So, yeah, maybe, maybe these two, maybe these two, like something that grooves. Yeah. I mean, let, let me explain in a different way. Uh, I grew up with Morbid Angel. For me, that was like the main band in death metal, right? So, yeah. what Morbid Angel do is what I do today. We just do it a little bit more, you know, we have more odd signatures uh, and uh, we just play faster as well. But, you know, the, the pulse is there, the groove is there, the songwriting is there. Um, the traditional way of playing a blast beat and the double bass and everything is there. Like, I get teached, you know, by more potential. So, but just because we're talking about an album, like all those ones was like 91 or 1990, they were, they were just playing a little bit slower. And now, you, you know, just go faster and faster and faster and more technical, you know. But that, that, that was the roots for me. Uh, if you only do that, though, then you're going to face troubles, you know, with, uh, when it comes to technical. So I would say, yeah, these two maybe will cover everything. Maybe, maybe some of Beats were too, you know, to go for the real groove, you know, the slower stuff. What about non-metal yeah. albums? Are there any that, you know, you draw influence from that, you know, you feel has made an impact on your own writing that, you know, you bring to Nile and, and your other projects? Well... If you see Carl playing blues, you'll be like, what the hell? Like, he's so good, man. He's so good. If you see mm. Brian playing classical music on an acoustic guitar, you're going to be blown away. So he, these guys do their thing, and you, you can hear it in their music, like uh, the swing, you know, and all these, you know, the, the, the weird sw swingy reach that Carl brings on the table, you know, that you know, has its roots right there. Uh, for me, it's, um, I would say, mostly funk and jazz lately and a lot of gospel. I did a lot of research in uh, gospel music uh, yeah, just yeah. To, to add a little bit more complex drum fields and get away from the, the usual ones. Yeah, these, these are, you know, a few references. But the main truth is there is good music everywhere. We just have to, you know, to listen to some music and uh, whatever sounds good just to make it yours, you know? Absolutely. You've got to find those influences anywhere, but uh, I guess it's uh, searching for them sometimes. Well, These, uh, what, I listen, what I listen to my car, though, it's different. So we'll go with uh, a lot of rock music. You know, rock music is what, what I listen to, you know, like uh, rock, you know, rock metal, like ACDC and Zeppelin and Deep Purple, you know, these bands. Uh, but lately, for example, um, I've been listening to a lot of uh, the... Arts Matheus band, you know, the, you know these albums. They released two albums. Who's that, sir? Uh, Ma, uh, G Matheus from Fate Warning with John Arts. They have a side project, oh, you know. I haven't heard and, that. And uh, Bobby Yarzobek on the drums, man, it's amazing, amazing, like crazy, you know. A lot of melody, a lot of, well, there's a lot of uh, uh, skills in there as well. But yeah, I I play some of this stuff in, in my car. Uh, which is a little bit dangerous because I'm so, you know, focusing in the music and not in the driving, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that was me the other day with uh, your your new one. <laughs> the, the what? 
Yeah, that was me. Oh, yeah, that. Driving like the, to your new album. Yeah. The new <laughs> Nile album the other day. Yeah. Well, be, be careful. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all right. You'll, yeah. It'll be worth it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> of course, uh, an, an Australian tour is well overdue, my friend. You know, we can we expect to see you guys down here next year, near future? A hundred percent. We have plans for Australia for April, and we're in the talks with uh, uh, promoters and agency, you know, to make it happen. But this time, because we pushed the management to get to Australia and Japan, we skip Australia, we skip Japan on the last tour because we did uh, mm. extensive U.S. tours uh, and European tours. And uh, we just wanted, you know, this time we, we will make it happen, I promise you. So we'll see you guys very, very soon. You have no idea how keen we are. Sure. <laughs> it's, <laughs> mate, it's, we can't wait. And hearing it's in April, mate, I'll be there. Definitely well, it's not 100% confirmed, but I'm really, really positive it's going to be by then. That's exciting. That's awesome, man. Sure. Well, uh, dude, thanks again for taking the time to hang out on the show tonight. Nuclear uh, Nile album Biomelodic Rights comes out on November 1st, two days before my birthday. There you go. Putting oh, in that order now. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, dude, all the best to you and the boys with the album and the tour, and uh, we'll see you down here for some beers. Yeah, yeah. We're always down for that, man. Yeah, well, in Australia, of course. You got the best and wine and everything, and uh, we love it. Thank you for the hospitality. Uh, it's a pleasure right. talking to you. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 